Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> okay. All right. brand name, like Pepsi, that's a brand name, I stand behind it, I guarantee it, they know that, even if they don't know me any more than they know the, the, the chairman of General Mills, <laughs> what I'm right? talking about is, when you chop my dope down, one, two, three, four, five percent, and then you call it Blue Magic, that is trademark infringement, you understand what I'm saying? y'all it's your girl d scott and i am here on tell the truth tuesday and it is march 8th 2016 i started saying the date because i went back and i was like dude i have like 50 million shows that are who the fuck d-a-f-u-q is d scott and then i realized like damn it girl you didn't put no time in it you didn't put the date you didn't put who was on the show so now i gotta go back with this task of going through over 100 and something episodes to get that Situated. So tonight's show is called um, Tell the Truth Tuesday Under Construction. And so it's basically a quick purge for me. So I'm in the process of renovating my mom's old house and then doing my own home. And it's got me to thinking that I enjoy building and seeing the, the results and progress of things, and I wish it were the same in men. Um, a few years back, I had linked up with a graphic designer. His name's Eddie. He's based out of um, Dallas, Texas right now. He used to be in uh, St. Pete, Florida. And we actually came up with a concept called the Builder Brother Bear. And so it was kind of like when you would go in the store and you see these Build-A-Bear workshops, but it was Build-A-Brother-Bear. And so basically it was a picture of a black woman in silhouette dragging this huge-ass teddy bear around with her with her pocketbook up. And it came in like four and five different um, designs. But each time the teddy bear did not look like a teddy bear. It just looked like a big nuisance. And <clears throat> I don't know what has happened in American society, especially in, in, in black America, that men think it's okay to be a certain level of not shit. You know, women, women too. But, you know, you, you got to kind of look at the men and say, you know, you're supposed to be a king, and I've said this before, you're supposed to be a king at all times. Just like if I'm a queen, I'm not a queen just to one person, and then do I treat everybody the same? No. However, I still have the right and, and have to act a certain way, and if I don't, then that's less becoming of me. So I had a friend of mine see me in action where I had to get pretty potty mouthed and he says you know I don't really ever want to see you speak like that to people because you're supposed to be a grown-ass woman I'm like yeah but at the same time sometimes you have to come down off that throne and slap flat people which which are hot irons or which your staff or which your ring because they need to understand like you just can't talk to everybody like that so an interesting thing I got in my inbox today from my girl Bernadette Olderham is she sent me this um this timeline, and it, and it was really sad, and I'm going to read it to you guys, and it says, the 1960s, the black man and black woman under the same roof with black pride. Now, this is post-slavery, you know, where they ripped us apart and everything was black pride, and, you know, Emmett Till had just happened, and 
God, please don't let Emmett Till's, what it was, a brother or cousin or uncle have endorsed Donald Trump. That would just be ridiculous. So back on topic. In the 1970s, the black man and black woman under the same roof, but black woman was given the idea that she was independent and strong. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can get with that. 1980s, the government offered black women money. Welfare programs along with the idea of not needing a man to remove black men from house, so she chose money over man in the household to raise offspring. Pause. Nobody told the black man to leave. Nobody told the black man in the 1980s that he did not have to marry this woman. Okay, I come from the product of parents that were married. Um, Many times, actually, my mother was married. So at the end of the day, it was never a girlfriend thing. It was never a common law thing. It was never, you know, we just been together sharing bills and shit like that. There was a real commitment there, and especially with the children. So in the 1980s, yeah, welfare came into play, but it was actually the government that said that if you have an able-bodied man living in your home, we will not support you because why? Ding, ding, ding. He should be able to support himself and his family, okay? The 1990s, black boys were raised with no father. father. Crime escalated with high school dropout rate and unemployment for black youth, which links back to the decision that black women made when she chose government assistance and independent ideas over black men in the household to continue raising their children. Pause. So all of a sudden, the black woman... Because now I'm seeing what Bernadette was trying to say, because when I read it, I read over it, and it sounded a little bit like the Willie Lynch Doctrine, which I actually have read many, many times, which we're doing that to ourselves. So in the 1990s, the black boys, what, what, what this sounds like to me is that a black male wrote it, and it sounds like it says she chose the government assistance. No, no, no. We as queens don't choose you as a king. That's your birthright, right? So if you're a king or if you're a man, nobody should make a woman choose between you and money. So you telling me that for every six, $700 they give for that child or for every $22 rent that you couldn't fucking afford to pay that, don't put that on black women. Put that on the fact that you spilled your seed in places that you don't need to be spilling it. If she was good enough to lay down with, she should have been good enough to marry. Now, 2000s. Now I'm seeing what Bernadette was trying to say. Black woman pretends this never happened and deflects any mention of when they removed the black male father figure. Who is they? So one minute you want to give the white man power. The next minute you want to say, you know, screw whitey and all this other stuff and be, become, you know, black lives matter and black this and black that, but yet you don't take care of your black children. No. So then it says they removed the black male father figure from the household, which has drastically affected younger generation today as we see those results of their past decisions. Okay, so I read through this quickly before I got on air, and I told Bernadette that I was actually going to talk about this on air. And um, basically, I mean, I agree with the systematic way that things happen, but nobody told you that you had to live in a housing project. Nobody told you that you didn't have to marry your baby's mother. Nobody told you that that you didn't have to take care of your children. So now it's the black woman's fault that because we got it in us that we are independent, that we are strong, that we are all of these things, that we also cannot be your wife. Is that what you're saying? That's some bitch-made type shit. I'm, I'm not understanding. So um, I'm just a little bit concerned because now I'm irritated because I I read it quickly and told her I would speak about it on my show tonight, not realizing that it was probably written from a very, very bitter black male perspective. So let me get to this. I said, I've tried to build a man up when I was in my 20s only to be betrayed. 
Okay, I said I tried to get in my 30s, and now I'm to the point where I say, fuck that. I'm now in a different phase of life. I'm not into these dumbass relationship goal, quote-unquote, means, nor am I into helping a man build his empire, and he isn't helping me with mine. And like I say, I'm from the 716. I don't require a million-dollar bank account, and a lot of people don't realize you're only FDIC, FDIC insured for 100000 anyways. But I do require a million-dollar mentality, and I can't date a constant thousandaire because I don't plan on being one either. So it's time we got honest and stop being scared to be alone or to be self-sufficient if you make the money the men will come like attracts like so remember that if he wasn't shit you likely weren't either and vice versa however in the jerry springer uh generation we have a lot of women that think that just because a motherfucker got money that he's going to give it to you and that's not true boo it's not true at all. You you know, the the number one case that I could just point to at all given points in time is Tammy Roman. She is on Housewives of Basketball Wife. I love her. She's a kindred spirit. She was one of the original cast members on The Real World. I talk about her all the time. She was married to very famous basketball player Kenny Anderson, and she has two children, Jazz and, and the other daughter, Lyric. They're both in the music industry. What a lot of people didn't realize is that that motherfucker was running up and down basketball courts and ended up you know, not paying her child support. Hold on, let me take a sip of my moonshine on that. Mm-hmm. That's right. So what was she to do, right? She had to end up going on welfare. So it's not about what the man can always do for you. You can't, as a woman, I am very magical in a lot of ways, but I can't make no motherfucking man do something that he doesn't want to do. You can't make no man love you. You can't make no man stay. If he don't want to be there and his mentality is is that he's not for his family, then then he's gone. There's nothing you could do. You know, and what you also don't want to do is you don't want a guy marrying you just because he's like, oh, well, she got pregnant, so I had to marry her. Now you got to deal with that for the rest of your freaking life. Ain't no shotguns here. I got the shotgun. You understand what I'm saying? So I just think that as women, we need to be a little bit more careful with who we choose to lay down with and who we choose to have these trysts with. Because some people are not mentally equipped for that. I see, you know, teen mom angers the shit out of me. But when I look at it, it makes me say that it's not just us that are having, you know, kids having kids. It's The show is predominantly a white show, okay, uh, teen mom. And they do, but, but what a lot of people don't understand, and I've said this before, is that whether you are poor and black, poor and white, poor and Latina, poor and, you know, Slavic, it doesn't matter. The government sees you all the same. You all a bunch of niggas. It doesn't matter whether you live in a trailer park or a project. It's the same thing. It's the same economic breakdown. And we have got to do better than that. I watched a show used to break my heart called Save Our Sons, and it was with a gentleman, I can't, I can't think of his name, but he owns a school, I believe it's in New Jersey. He owns a school in New Jersey where he has 100% graduation rate, so on and so forth. And the show used to kill me because I'm watching these mothers raise these boys on their own. And for as much as my ex-husband and I, we do not, you know, it's not a co-parenting situation because we're 3,000 miles apart. He's in Texas. I'm here in New York. But we are very clear when it comes to our son. I said, listen, he needs that time with you. You know, do I want to fly him down there and spend my money to go down there and bring the boy down there to see his daddy, even though, you know, they they were able to go do some other things this year and didn't come up here? No. But guess what? I got to do it because my son is, is going to be 12 years old in a few weeks. He needs to be around his daddy. You know, there is a different level of confidence when little boys are around their dad. When I picked my son up from the airport, um, 
when we were when I was bringing him back from um, Texas, he had been with his dad just a matter of three weeks. The dad, you know, the new wife, everything. I mean, his chest was sticking out. You know, he had the little product in his hair. He was just he was just a happy kid. He was a well-rounded kid. They had he had absorbed some of his father's culture, some of the father's new wife's culture. He had been around his baby sister. He had been around other kids his age, which I can't afford him that ability because we, you know what I'm saying? I'm working all the time. He doesn't have very many friends here, and we travel a lot. So for me, you know, his his time with his father is invaluable. So it doesn't matter whether I like him or whether we're cool or whatever, whatever. We do what we need to do what's in the best interest of the child. And it wasn't always like that. You know, I definitely got to applaud, you know, my buddy Chris Classic, him and his girlfriend Rye. I mean, they are, you know, they both have separate children from separate relationships, and they're making it work. And their kids look like they're similar in age, both little boys. They travel back and forth from Atlanta to New York. If you're not following Chris, you can follow him at underscore Chris. Classic, um, and you can also hashtag uh, what is it? Classic sixteens and things like that. And I'm um, Carnal Classic. You can hashtag that. That's him as well with the beard. So, and he was my man crush at one time before a couple, probably I think like two years back. He was one of the first people that rocked one of my uh, Zero Fucks uh, or Zero Fucks Nation camo uh, hoodies. So very appreciative for that. But I also love him and his ex-wife April's relationship while they co-parent their son Julian. So, I mean, if I could have that, that would be great. But, I mean, we're going on nine years now, divorce. So, I mean, we're just trying and we're making it work. And as long as my son is happy, I'm good with it. I mean, my son has a baby sister. I don't have little girls. So, you know what I'm saying? I look at this little girl and she reminds me so much of my son. So you really don't know what you would do or what love looks like until you see it but it wasn't birthed by you, if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? So I know people that, you know, adore their stepchildren or that adore, you know what I'm saying, the the significant other's child, and so things can work out like that. I've just not been fortunate enough to be in a situation where I inherit kids or I inherit daughters or sons and, you know, be okay with it. So I'm trying to move forward, and that's why this show is called Under Construction, because I'm trying to move forward in life and have relationships, because I really put that on the back burner for my career. And there's not a lot of women that do that. And I, I read a lot of statuses from you girls, and you, when I say girls, I mean girls, okay, not women, because women don't speak like this. But I see a lot of you girls saying, you know, I just wish I had somebody to come home and cuddle up to. Why are you putting that fucking information out there? You know, let me tell you what the worst scent on planet Earth is. Forget patchouli. It's desperation. Desperation is the worst scent that a woman could ever wear, because what happens is, and I posted this the other day, we all eat lies when our hearts are hungry. Okay, when, when when I need something, instead of me just being a little bit more feminine and saying, look, motherfucker, I know you mad at me, I'm mad at you, but I need to see you. That's what I do. I just put my fucking pride to the side and I just be like, you know what, I need to see you. I need a massage or I, I would just like to, you know, to, just to lay with you and just sit and have a drink with you, pick your brain or just relax and do mommy things, do grown people things. You know what I'm saying? And it's not, I'm a, I'm a mother 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So there is no such thing for me as, oh, I just needed a break. I don't, I don't get that where moms are like, you know, I just needed a break. I just needed a, I would never say I need a break. I would just say I need a moment or I need my adult time because your children are going to get older and they're going to say, man, forget my mom. I ain't going to dinner with her. I ain't doing this. I ain't doing that. You know, my brothers do it to me now. I have three brothers. I have stepsisters. You know what I'm saying? I have my little sister. Everyone has their own life. You know, so here I am, you know, trying to do renovation on my mom's house because her birthday's coming up. My mom passed away. It'll be um, three years next month. So, you know, 
the the your brain may not remember, but your body always remembers. You know what I mean? And so I start engaging in activities that may not be the best. So it's important for me to be around family during this time. And then we have to do the memorial for my mom, and they're having um, – a uh, celebration for my mom down in Alabama with my Arrington family. So definitely trying to get down there for Memorial Day weekend. But when I say I'm under construction, it doesn't mean that I need to fix anything within myself. It just means that, you know, I take my son shooting on the weekends. And I was so gung-ho on getting him a Ruger because as soon as he turns 12 in New York State, he's allowed to shoot a rifle and we're members of the club, NRA. So unfortunately, you know, the gun that I was going to get him didn't have good sights on it. So that means that my son shoots for target. He doesn't shoot to kill animals. He doesn't shoot to kill anything just yet. Um, and, and you know, he's a, he's, a, he's a good kid. So I was talking to the guy that actually teaches the class for my son, which my son does very well in that class. And he says, you know, you'd be better off getting this gun called a Savage. It's actually called a Lady Hawk. He said, but take the lady off it. It's a little bit lighter for the kids. And he said, just take it to a gunsmith and have them set the sights properly. And I think that when I say that I'm under construction, it means that I think my radar, my sights have been off. So when I'm I'm zoning in on something or I'm hovering in on something, it's not that I'm afraid of it. It's just I'm not seeing it properly. You know, so sometimes you have to have that friend that says to you, you know, you need to go to therapy to figure out why you keep talking to these whack-ass, you know, these whack-ass dudes, you know. You need to go to therapy and figure out this, this, and this, because I know that we in the black community do shun mental health and we do kind of brush mental illness under the rug. But for me, the number one thing, is that I feel safe. So if I have somebody that is making me feel safe, and that's in any level. I don't want to hear about your fucking financial problems. I just had a show about that yesterday. I just want to fucking act like everything is okay. We're going to eat this creme brulee and these fish sticks, and we're going to be all right. You know what I mean? So for me, I just want you to be the man to be able to handle your business, and then that makes me be able to go handle my business. And then when we're together, we get the business, or we do what we do. You understand what I'm saying? I would love – my right now, I don't even want to be in a relationship. I don't think that it's important. I think that being in a partnership is much more important than being in a relationship because in a relationship, you have a bunch of bullshitters. You have a bunch of people that are not telling the truth, and then i got to sift through all this bullshit, and I'm just – I'm a little bit seasoned and a veteran when it comes to dating. So typically after the first or second date, I'm like, I already know who this person is. I've probably dated them before their name was just something else. And women, too. You know, you guys aren't off the hook either. Some of y'all ain't shit either. But, you know, just like when I watched Love and Hip Hop New York, I said I have never seen such a group of just thirsty-ass people in my life. Like, each person was not really fucking with the other person because they genuinely liked them. They was fucking with them because, you know, Cardi's fucking with Self because she wanted to get on the radio. Self's fucking with Cardi because she's cute and she got a little name behind her. Cisco's fucking with Mariah Lynn to get back at, you know, to get back at, uh, what's Creep Squad's name? Uh, Richie Dollars, my boy Richie Dollars. Richie Dollars is fucking, like, it's just, it's too much. Nobody fucking likes anybody. Tara was, got pregnant by Peter because she was mad at a mean the day was married and then it's just it's too much and and you don't see other than papoose and remy ma you don't see a real relationship on that show and i'm sorry mendeecees and yandy much respect to her she's been working with black enterprise magazine for quite some time now and she has her own thing that she's doing too but 
my biggest thing is consistency. And so where there's inconsistency, we can't we can't build anything. You know, if I were inconsistent and didn't post on my social media accounts, which if you guys are not following me on Instagram, I'm at miss.d.sky, or you can use the hashtag 0FUXNation, Team 0FUX. You can look under uh, 0FUX. I should pop up too, but people have started catching on to that, which is why I haven't said too much. And if you go on my page, you'll see where I made burritos tonight with my moniker on it, 0 fucks. But... I definitely, you know, want to let women know that it's okay to be by yourself. It's okay to work on you. It's okay to say, you know what, I don't have to fucking talk to you. I don't, listen, I tell you, I don't care if I'm 129 years old in a red motorized wheelchair scooter and shit. I will never, ever look at a dude and be like, well, this might be my last chance at romance. Or this might be, you know what I'm saying? Like, please, it, it's really not that serious. And dudes don't look at us like that. Dudes think that they're, you know, 40 and 50 years old and they still got it. And it's y'all young motherfuckers, y'all girls that keep telling these dudes like, yeah, big daddy, get the fuck out of here. Nah, I, I'm not going to lie to you. Like I said, you want me to have a six-pack, you better fucking have one too. Everything like attracts like. Everything got to be even kilter because if it's not, I don't want to hear it. So there's nothing wrong with being a woman saying, you know what, I'm not here for this. I'm only here for this. And if you can't, you know, meet me halfway or be here with this, then there's no reason for us to be involved. Right now, I'm so stank with it that if you and I can't do business, I don't even want to fucking talk to you. Like, if I have to sit down with you, I don't I don't know about you, but there's nothing more attractive than a man when he's sitting down and he's talking to you about his passion. So whether that be fighting or whether that be his businesses or whether that be anything that's making him money and making him happy, I will support that, as long as it's legal. You know what I'm saying? Let me take a sip of that. Mm. As long as it's legal. So what people got to understand is that, you know, you have to get to a place where you say, you know what, I'm good. I'm good. I really don't have to fucking talk to you. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. And that's just what it is. And we're going to leave tonight's show. Bryson Tiller, sorry, not sorry. And you guys keep seeing me quote this. You guys see me quote this and where he says, girl, if you don't get the fuck from me, I know you thought we had something special, but you don't mean nothing to me. I'm sorry you're not the one for me. That's Bryson Tiller, boo-boo. That's not me. Sorry, not sorry. Fight. That when a nigga got money, now you done switched up on me Now you wanna say what's up to me Okay, so now you wanna make love to me Girl, if you don't get the fuck from me I know you thought we had something special But you don't mean nothing to me Girl, I'm sorry you not the one for me Just be honest, girl, what you want from me This ain't nothing new, keep it so one, honey I can't let none of these niggas get one up on me I go back, I tell you, you better run from me Give hope to my niggas, them niggas love money Adios to them bitches, can't get a hug from me I'm high on life, that's what it does for me My number's going up, I feel the buzz coming Young nigga, young nigga Your friends bad too, then some come with you And we like bitches with their own shit We don't like gold diggers Girl, if you don't get the fuck from me I know you thought we had something special But you don't mean nothing to me Girl, I'm sorry you not the one for me 
This is shit I don't condone it. Cheating on your man, but you could get it if you want it. Looking for a bad bitch, I finally find a culprit. Nigga taking shots and I'm back to the postage, yeah. Hey, that nigga, why won't you shut up? It's a motherfucker 502, come up. And every time I'm back in the city, every bitch with it in the gym to run up. Young nigga, young nigga, your friends bad too, then some come with you. And we like, bitches with their own shit, we don't like gold diggers. Girl, if you don't get the fuck from me, I know you thought we had something special, but you don't mean nothing to me. Girl, I'm sorry you not the one for me. Every nigga did you wrong, except for me. I'm next to blowing, so you should have been next to me. Say you love sick, girl, I got the remedy. I give you long dick and longevity. Don't settle for less or for infidelity. Niggas ain't built like me. He came back and pipe and leave that pussy killed like me or even. Keep the business behind his lips like me. I got a hundred fucking problems. Good brain and my fucking with a scholar. Wood grain, I'ma grip it when I whip it. If I take a shot and break it, I'ma flip it. Thankful for my papa, nigga taught me how to get it. Gotta make sure my brothers is eating, I'ma split it. If she throw that pussy at me, I'ma hit it. Ten griffy, but she won't get a penny, nah. Young nigga, young nigga, your friends bad too, then some come with you. And we like bitches with their own shit, we don't like gold diggers. Girl, if you don't get the fuck from me, I know you thought we had something special, but you don't mean nothing to me. Girl, I'm sorry you not the one for me. 